Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. All of Praise Powerhouse, uh, both age groups this Sunday, can go downstairs with your teachers and to hear the Word of God. And uh, those of us remaining, I want you to take out your Bibles uh, and just prepare your hearts right now. Um, I met Pastor Gislaine back in... I don't know, June, July, I can't remember what, when it was exactly, and uh, he and his wife, and uh, they were just seeking a place to, to worship with the congregation. He had been a part of another congregation, and they had been released to uh, just go and start another work and, and uh, be a pioneer as such, and uh, so that was what he was doing, and had been looking for a number of months for a place, found our building, one thing led to another, and just over the course of time, um, if, if as a church you are renting a building to another congregation, quite honestly, this is the congregation you want to rent to, um, brother goes the extra mile. Uh, we've had some mishaps and different things that have, have occurred over uh, the last few months, and, and he's always thinking, how can I help? How can I help? Uh, and, um, you know, we'll on occasion just call and, and offer some help, some assistance. And just recently, our sound system wasn't working right, and I talked to him a little bit, and then a little bit later, he called me back, and how about this? And, you know, so... We, we've had a great relationship, and I just, knowing my condition, not being able to hold up uh, in the service today, I just said, brother, why don't you come and just preach to us? Uh, he'll have a service a little later on he's going to be a part of and, and preach to, so he's got a double header today, but the Lord is going to give him strength. And uh, so would you give uh, Pastor Gislaine a warm praise tabernacle welcome here as he comes to minister the word of God. Alléluia. Alléluia. God is good. All the time. Before I start, I just want to say that I'm really humbled to be here and minister the word of God unto you. And on behalf of my wife, Cantor with Joy Ministry, we want to extend our appreciation and thanks to Pastor Lawrence Brent and his first lady and to you all. May the Lord God richly bless you. Let's rise on our feet. We're going to pray for the entrance of the word of God. You have to believe that God has a word for you. You open your heart and you're going to receive. And you're going to go home transformed. Not the same way that you came. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We glorify your holy name this morning, Father. As we are coming at your feet, Father, not only to praise your holy name, not only to worship you, Father, but to hear from you, Father. Because we do know that you have a word for us, Father. A word of healing, Father. A word of transformation, Father. A word of breakthrough, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, speak unto us this, this morning, Father. Speak unto our situation this morning, Father. 
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word have impartation, Father, in our life. Let your word bring breakthrough in our life in the, this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the precious name of Jesus, we cannot be denied your presence this morning. We cannot be denied your promises this morning. We cannot be denied your blessing this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, I position myself, Father, to receive from you, Father. I position myself to receive from you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the precious name of Jesus, every single thing that you prepare for us, Father, I shall receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. I shall receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. I do know, Father, I'm not going to leave this place, Father, the same way I came, Father. I'm going to leave this place, Father, empowered by your word. I'm going to leave this place, Father, empowered by your power in the mighty name of Jesus. May you touch me like never before. May you touch me like never before. May you touch me like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. And Father, at the end of everything, we're going to give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Look at your neighbor on your left side and say, you are more than this. On your right side, you are more than this. That's good, but now you have to speak to yourself. I am more than this. Amen, amen. Please take your Bible. Isaiah 46. which I always call my uncle. Isaiah 46, we're going to read verse 9. If you are there, just say amen. amen. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 5. We're going to read, we're going to start with verse 1. Are you there? Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the gatherings. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackle broke, broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and the tombs, crying out and carrying himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I 
to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God. I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man and clean spirit. Then he asked him, what is your name? And the answer saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Also he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swan was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swan, that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swan. There were about 2,000. And the herds ran violently down the ship placed into the sea and drawn in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled, and they told it in the city and in the country, and they went out to see what is what that happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had a legion sitting and clothes in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swan. Then, then those who say, then they began to plead with him to depart from the region. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but he said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has, how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all marvel. Amen? You are more than this. Now, we have to understand one thing. Each one of us, we do have a vision. Each one of us, God created us and God give us a vision. So we are not here by mistake. We are not here only to live, wake up on Monday, go to work, come back, eat McDonald's and Wendy's. We are more than this. God created us for better things. Hallelujah. Now you have to understand that once God created you and God bring you here on earth because God had a purpose before he created you. God took time to create you. Hallelujah. So now this is what we have to understand. In the process, in this life that we are living, we are going to so many struggles. We are going to so many battles. But you have to understand that you are more than the sickness that you are going through right now. You are more than the struggle that you are going right now. You are more than an employment that you are in right now. You are more than the problem that you are facing in your family. Hallelujah. God created you for better things in this life. Now, what we have to understand when God comes to you, when God speaks to you, when God gives you a vision, God will tell you what you're going to become in 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years, or 30 years. Hallelujah. But now when God shows you this, God gives you a bright picture of you. And you love it. Now, 
You have to understand, Joseph, for example, when God came to Joseph, God gave to Joseph a dream. Joseph saw a great vision. Hallelujah. But Joseph did not see the problem. Hallelujah. Why God is not going to show you the problem? God, we always going to show you the picture when you are victorious. Hallelujah. So that when you are walking in trouble, when you are walking in the problem, the things that you're going to say, I did not see it in my dream. I did not see it in my vision. The things that I saw in my vision is me being a successful person. is me being a successful woman. Hallelujah. And now knowing this, once you have this mindset, you will know that the problem that you are going through, the sickness that you are in is going to be over. Hallelujah. This is what we have to understand. So when God gives you that vision, when you wake up in the morning, you just look at the vision. Hallelujah. But the thing is, the devil wants us to look at the circumstances. But you are bigger than your circumstances. Your circumstances cannot stop your destiny. Hallelujah. It cannot stop the reason why God brought you here on earth. Now, this is what you have to understand. The Bible says, my counsel shall stand. Wherever God purpose, God will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter the hell that the devil is going to bring. The devil does not have enough demon to stop the destiny of God in your life. Hallelujah. Your enemy does not have enough power to stop, to stop the destiny that God has for you. Hallelujah. And this is what we have to understand. When the devil comes to you, you have to look at the devil. Eyeball to eyeball, shoulder to shoulder, and say, therefore, you are a liar. Because I know the counsel of God over my life shall stand. Hallelujah. We have to believe the report of God and not the report of the devil. Hallelujah. Now here, God say, my counsel shall stand. But you have to understand, there is a reason why you are going to what you are going right now. There is reason why you are struggling right now. There is a reason why you fight right now. Hallelujah. The devil does not fight you because of your now. The devil is fighting you because of your tomorrow. He's afraid of your tomorrow. He's not afraid of your yesterday. Hallelujah. Your yesterday is gone. Hallelujah. This is your now, but he's afraid of your tomorrow. And your tomorrow is always greater than your now. Hallelujah. Your tomorrow, you have to understand that God going to take you to your tomorrow. Hallelujah. But now the devil, when he comes, he always reminds you of your yesterday. Hallelujah. The things that you did in the past, your background, hallelujah. But when Jesus come to you, Jesus will not going to remind you about what you did in the past. Why? Because the blood of Jesus already washed you. That's what the Bible says. I'm not going to remember. We are the only one we always remember. We always bring to God the things that God already forgotten. Hallelujah. And this is the mistake that we are making. Your past cannot determine your future. You cannot be in the prison of your past. You cannot relieve your past. Your past is already gone. Hallelujah. You have to see your future. As Jesus said, is the author and the finisher of our faith. So we have to set our eyes upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, 
This is what you have to understand. When you are born, and before you were born, God spoke a word concerning your life. You may not know it, but the devil is aware of it. Hallelujah. When you are born, what we do, we are so happy. We just see the baby. Oh, she's cute. Oh, he's cute. Hallelujah. But when God look at that baby, God does not see a baby. Hallelujah. God is seeing a prophet that is bringing to earth. God is seeing a great man of God. God is seeing a great woman of God. God is seeing the one who's going to build his kingdom. Hallelujah. God is seeing why he created you. Hallelujah. God always sees the final product. God does not see the seed. Hallelujah. Now, this is what we have to understand. When God creates you and God brings you here, and the devil now, knowing that you are here, the devil also, God, is counsel. Hallelujah. He also going to gather with his enemies. And they're going to try so hard to abort the plan of God in your life. Hallelujah. That the mandate of that day. He's going to try so hard to abort, but he cannot abort the word of Almighty God. For God said, every single thing is going to pass away except my word. If God spoke concerning your life, it shall surely come to pass. Hallelujah. No one can reverse the word of Almighty God. And this is what we have to lean upon. No one can reverse it. The devil cannot change it. Once God spoke it, that's it. He's not going to come back to him void. He went forth. He's going to accomplish what pleased him. Hallelujah. And God did not create you to come here on earth to suffer. God did not create you to come here on earth to cry day in and day night. God does not take pleasure when you are crying. Hallelujah. God does not take pleasure when you are in pain. Hallelujah. Because we don't understand the God that we are serving. Is God who loves us. He had compassion for us. Hallelujah. He loves you before you even love him. Hallelujah. And this is what we have to understand. Nothing can separate us from the love that God has for us. Hallelujah. Wherever he says concerning your life, he's going to bring it to pass. But now look what the devil is doing. The devil says, I'm not going to leave and let this man become what God meant him to be. Hallelujah. I'm not going to leave and let this woman become what God said that she's going to become. Hallelujah. But now you have to understand one thing. God brought you here, not the devil. You are a son of God, not the son of the devil. Hallelujah. And the mistake that you are making, we think that the devil is the opposite of God. No. He's not the opposite of God. When we say that, it's like we are putting in the same class with God. He's not in the same class with God. Hallelujah. He's not in the same class with God. And as a matter of fact, Jesus said, I give you all power to trend upon the scorpion and the serpent. Hallelujah. So it's under your feet. So you have to understand the authority that we have. We run away from the devil. Meanwhile, the guy is afraid of us. Hallelujah. Now here we have to understand one thing. About the madman of gathering. This is Jesus when Jesus finished to perform signs and wonders, Jesus told the disciple, let us cross to the other side. Hallelujah. 
Why Jesus say, let us cross to the other side? Because Jesus knew there is a destiny the other side that needs to be delivered. Hallelujah. And the devil tried so hard to hide that man in the caves. Hallelujah. He tried so hard to hide that man in cemetery. Hallelujah. I came here to tell you this morning, it doesn't matter where the devil is going to try to hide you. Jesus will always going to find you. Hallelujah. He has that power. The light of Jesus always going to shine. Even in darkness, he will find you. There is no place where the devil can hide your destiny. But now now look at the devil. When the devil saw Jesus talking to the disciple and Jesus saying, let's cross to the other side. The devil was upset. What is this Jesus think he's doing? I hope Jesus is not going to free that madman of gathering. I hope Jesus is not going to go and free that man. I hope Jesus is not going to free his destiny. And what the devil did, he raised a tsunami. He raised a storm to stop Jesus. But Jesus said, devil, you cannot stop the storm. The storm cannot stop the word of God. I'm going to go to the other side because I have to free that destiny. Hallelujah. If you are here this morning, you have to know you are not here for any man. You are not here for any pastor. You are here for Jesus. It's all about Jesus. In the presence of Jesus, every shackle going to be broken. Every chain going to be broken. It's going to set you free. This is what you have to understand. This is what you have to believe. Now the Bible says, Jesus said to the storm, Peace be still. Hallelujah. That the power of all Mary God, nothing can stop Jesus from reaching you. Hallelujah. When your time has come, hallelujah, like it or not, the devil does not have power. Your boss does not have power. Your enemy does not have power. Like it or not, when is your set time? Hallelujah. The time of visitation, it will visit you. But we give too much power. To our bosses. We give too much power. That's why Jesus said, pray for them. You have to thank God. Those who love you, you thank the Lord God. Those who hate you, you thank the Lord God. Hallelujah. They might say yes to you, you thank God. They might say no, you thank God. God will use the yes and will use the no to take you to your expected hands. Hallelujah. Now here, Jesus, he crossed to the other side. And the madman of Gadarene, the Bible said the madman of gathering, the guy was living in the tombs. The guy was living in caves. What can be worse than that? Take off all his clothes. Start carrying himself, bleeding. And this is what the devil wants. The devil says, now I'm going to see who's going to make you the prophet that God said. Now I'm going to see who's going to make you a successful man. Because now I got you in the cave. Now I got you in the tombs. And I had you really well. So I'm going to see who's going to make you. And this is what the devil is doing. Some of you, the devil tried to kill you when you were a baby, when you were a child. Look at the life of Jesus. He tried to kill Jesus when he was a baby. Hallelujah. He was afraid of the tomorrow. Hallelujah. Did the baby Jesus perform miracle? No. But why he want to kill? He was afraid of the tomorrow. 
Some of us, you got sick when you were just three years old. You don't even understand where that sickness is coming from. Hallelujah. You're just going from struggle to struggle. You don't even know why. Hallelujah. And when you read the Bible, all those people who became great, they have a rough beginning. Hallelujah. Because the more hell is breaking loose around your life now, it's because your tomorrow is great. Hallelujah. And they do know it. They know that you are a weapon in the kingdom of all Marigad. Hallelujah. That's why the devil fought you so hard. Now, he got the madman over there and said, I'm going to see what you're going to become. Hallelujah. And some of us, young age, you just turn to alcohol. Young age, the devil turn you to prostitution. Young age, you start doing prostitution, alcohol, drugs. Hallelujah. Why? Because he wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy your destiny. And now he's making fun of you. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, God God has the last love. Hallelujah. Not the devil. And this is what you have to understand. Not the devil. He can mock you. He mock Jesus. He mock everybody. That's the ministry of the devil. Mockery. He loves to do it. That's the best he can do. But God has the last love. Hallelujah. Because wherever God says, it shall surely come to pass. Now, we have to understand one thing here. When Jesus went... To the other side. The Bible says, the madman of gathering used to be in the tombs. Used to be in the cave. But that day, it was a special day. Hallelujah. When is your special day? <laughs> the Spirit of God going to come upon you. Something took that man month of gathering from the tombs and start to push him. Little by little push him. Hallelujah. He didn't know what was coming, but he was about to meet the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. So the Spirit of God pushed him. When he saw Jesus from far off, the guy went and worshipped Jesus. And this is what we have to understand. There is a power at the feet of Jesus. There is power at the feet of Jesus. Remember when Lazarus died, Martha, she went. She started having discussion with Jesus. If you have been here before, she didn't understand who Jesus was. Hallelujah. But when a sister went, she said exactly the same thing Martha said. But she did one thing that Martha did not do. She fell on the feet of Jesus. And worship Jesus. And Jesus move. Hallelujah. Once you do that, you recognize is the king of kings. Once you do that, you recognize is the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. We have to understand the difference between king and lord. Hallelujah. We always say Jesus is my lord. Lord means that he own you. Hallelujah. When Jesus honed you, he honed your life. You cannot say, Jesus, you take my heart, but my money is for me. No. He honed every single thing. He's the Lord of your life. Hallelujah. And this is what we have to understand. He's your king and your Lord. Hallelujah. So once you give your life to Jesus, you give everything to Jesus, your relationship to Jesus. So you cannot say, Jesus, I give you my heart, but I keep my boyfriend. I keep my girlfriend. I keep the money. No. You give everything. 
every single thing to Jesus. That when you make him your Lord. Hallelujah. So the guy went and worshipped Jesus. He went at the feet of Jesus. This is the power. When he went at the feet of Jesus, the other voice starts speaking. Hallelujah. The other voice starts speaking. Each one of us, we always hear the other voice. When you start praying, the other voice will be talking. Hallelujah. When you are praying, that the time the other voice is going to tell you, hey, McDonald's is on sale. Stop praying and go get it. Hallelujah. The other voice, anytime God says something to you, the other voice is going to come and tell you the opposite. Hallelujah. I know I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. We all struggle with the other voice. Hallelujah. And the voice of the devil, the devil always scream into our ear. Hallelujah. But the spirit of God, the voice of God is just a small, still voice. Hallelujah. And this is what you have to understand. Now here, the other voice say, Jesus, why you came to torment us before our time? You see the devil? Because he saw the destiny of that guy was so great. He rushed, hallelujah, thousands and thousands of demons in his life just to paralyze him. And some of us today, things are not seem, things doesn't seem to go well in our life. And we don't understand. And what we do, instead of looking at Jesus, we are looking at our own circumstances. Hallelujah. We end up having headache. We end up living in worry and anxiety. Hallelujah. Once you are a child of God, it's not your job anymore. Give it to Jesus. Let Jesus worry for you. Hallelujah. Let Jesus worry for you. For the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, and every single thing shall be given unto you. But but what we do, we seek the things, but we don't seek the king of God. Hallelujah. But once you seek the kingdom of God, Jesus is going to take care of you. Hallelujah. No one, no one ever come forth and say, I've been serving Jesus and God did not fulfill his promises. No one. No one can say, I serve God and God does not meet my needs. No one can come forth. Hallelujah. And this is what we have to understand. Now here, you have to understand, when you are living the life of vision, when God gives you a vision, yes, you're going to go through certain things. Yes, you're going to struggle. You have to understand your life, you are living point A, you are going to point Z. Hallelujah. You're always going to live the between. You're going to have your B, you're going to have your C, you're going to have your D. But at the end of the day, you're going to reach your Z. Hallelujah. Jesus knew that between the cross and the resurrection, he's going to suffer. Hallelujah. But he went forth, hallelujah, he reached that resurrection. This is what you have to do in your life. Let the devil come to you and scream in your ears. Because the devil will always come and say, look at you today. You thought you're going to be a great man. You thought you're going to be a great man. Now you find yourself in the pit. Now you find yourself in Pontifar House. Now you find yourself in prison. Did God show you it in the dream? Hallelujah. You have to tell the devil, I didn't see it in my dream, but I do believe is in the plan of all Marigat. I may not have seen it, but is in the plan of all Marigat. If God wants me to go through it, I will go through it. Sometimes we are praying. There are certain things you cannot pray them of. Hallelujah. Jesus could not pray out the cross. He has to go through it. 
The Gethsemane experience, it has to go through it. There are certain things you cannot pray and God going to remove it. It will give you the strength to go through it. Hallelujah. And this is what you have to understand. Now, when Jesus went, Jesus looked at the madman. From us, when we look at the madman, we're going to say he's naked, he's bleeding. There is no future in his life. But when Jesus looked at him, Jesus did not condemn him. Jesus did not bled him. Jesus looked at him. And Jesus said, you are the prophet that I created you to be. You are a great man that I created you to be. You are a businessman that I created you to be. This is not your portion. That's the reason why I came to set you free. Hallelujah. People might not see what is inside of you, but God knows exactly what he put inside of you. Hallelujah. And please stop calling yourself by your circumstances. God, he called you the way he created you. Hallelujah. That's why when he appeared to Gideon, he said, mighty man of valor. Meanwhile, Gideon was hiding from the Midianite. Hallelujah. When he appeared to Abraham, he called him the father of many nations. Meanwhile, the guy does not even have one kid. Hallelujah. This is how God sees you. He sees the final product. You have to call yourself the way God called you. Hallelujah. We were born under Adam. You are born under Adam. You are a loser. Hallelujah. But if you are born again, you are a winner. Hallelujah. You are on the side of Jesus Christ. So when you are born, parents only see the baby. But when you are born, God is happy. God is saying, hey, look this winner now. He's coming here on earth to do my will. This is how we have to see it. But now look at the people. When they heard that Jesus delivered the madman of gathering, when they heard the news, you might think that people are going to be happy. When they used to see you on the street doing prostitution, now you are coming to the church. Now they used to see you drinking alcohol, smoking. Now that you are coming in the church, you might think that people are going to be happy. You might think people are going to clap. Hallelujah. No. Some people, they enjoy your misery. Some people enjoy when you struggle. Hallelujah. Some people enjoy your situation you are going through. They might come to your face and say, oh, I have passion for you. Oh, I feel the same pain. They don't feel anything. Hallelujah. You cannot say you feel it if you've never been through. But Jesus, he can come to you and say, I do feel. Because Jesus went to the same situation you are going through. Hallelujah. Now you have to understand here. When Jesus looked at him, when Jesus set him free, when the people start now complaining, they say, Jesus, we don't want you. Leave this tunnel. We don't want you. Hallelujah. So for them, it was better to have that madman in the cave and have those swans. Hallelujah. But Jesus now freed them. People were upset. Now look here. The guy, when Jesus healed the guy, he came to Jesus. He said, Jesus, I want to be with you. And this is one thing that we don't say. Once Jesus set you free, once Jesus healed you, we forgot about Jesus. Hallelujah. We are ready to go even see the doctor. Give him even money. Send him a card. Hallelujah. To thank him. Like thinking he's the one who healed you. Jesus healed you. Hallelujah. But the guy said, Jesus, I want to be with you. But look at the answer of Jesus. Jesus said, no. You cannot be with me. Go to your friend. Hallelujah. Now I have a question for you this morning. How many madmen do you know that they have friends? How many madmen do you know they have friends? Carrying themselves naked and bleeding. How many of you know those madmen do have friends? But Jesus said, no, go home to your friends. Hallelujah. 
Jesus said, go home to your friend and tell them what the Lord God has done for me. Hallelujah. Because they thought you're going to die on the street. Because they thought you're going to die in that situation, in that sickness. Hallelujah. But God wants you to go and declare what the Lord God has done for you. Hallelujah. Your destiny is great. This is what you have to understand. This is not only about the pastor. It's about each one of you. Hallelujah. You have to go up there and testify the goodness of God. What God has done for you. Hallelujah. That's the only way you're going to feel this place. is not for pastor to making phone call. But you have to be able to say, look at what my God has done for me. And the Bible says, the madman of Gadarene, he went and to start to proclaim the name of of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why when the devil come to you, you're going to say, devil, you cannot kill me before my time because I shall live to proclaim the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. And when Jesus comes in your life, your life will never remain the same. Hallelujah. When he's coming in your life, he's coming in your life to set your destiny free. There is no shame, there is no shackle can be around you that Jesus cannot lose it. Hallelujah. He has that power. And the Bible says, God watch over his word to perform it. The word that God spoke on your life, God is watching over it to perform it. Hallelujah. So don't be distracted. Don't be discouraged. The thing that you are seeing around you, they are just temporary. Hallelujah. For what God has for you is great. May the Lord God bless you. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We're going to pray before we leave this place today. I want everybody to stand to your feet right now, and we're going to pray. This has been a powerful word from the Lord, and I want to pray for our brother, pray for his church, that the Lord would bring blessing, that the Lord would just minister to them in a mighty way and bring growth in, in the same manner that we believe for it for us we're going to believe for it for them. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for our brother. We thank you for the word that we have heard today. The hope that is found in it, oh God, in your word. There is none like you, Jesus. Lord God, I thank you for touching our lives today. Ministering through your word, oh God. And Lord, your servant being faithful and opening his heart and his mind to be able to minister to us. Father, today... We pray that you would bless his congregation, that you would bless him and his family, O oh God, that, Lord, you would minister in and through them, Lord, as they reach out in this great city that we live in, O oh God. We pray, Lord, that they would see a harvest of souls, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that would experience the same thing as what has been preached about in this word today, O oh God. Father, we pray that you would give increase, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we will give you the praise and we will give you the thanks, O oh God, in your wonderful name, O oh God. Now, Father, today I pray for this congregation. I pray that whatever anybody is going through today, they would understand and see that, Lord, they are more. They are more, O oh God, and that, Lord, your plan is perfect. Your plan is great. God, I pray that we wouldn't be caught up in all the little things that are happening in the moment, 
but may we see that you've got a plan that is greater for us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you would strengthen this body, oh God, to serve you. Strengthen this body to worship you and enable them to live a life that is above the world, that is above everything that they are going through in the moment. Father, we thank you today. And God, we're going to give you the praise and the honor, oh God. Lord, we pray for anybody in this building right now who may have walked in discouraged. I pray that even now as they have heard the word of the Lord, may they be changed by your word. May they be changed by what they have heard and seen in the word today. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we're going to give you the praise. We give you the honor, O oh God. You are wonderful, Lord. You are wonderful, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, we magnify your name. We magnify your name, O oh God. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Lord, we reach out to you right now. We need you right now. We need you right now, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, O oh God. There is nothing that you cannot do. And Lord God, I pray that you would bring blessing in our lives, Lord, as we yield to you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we love you and we honor your wonderful and precious name. Hallelujah. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Lord, we magnify your name today, Jesus, in the wonderful and precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Before you leave this place today, I want you to turn and greet one another in the joy and the love of the Lord. Please greet our brother today before you leave and uh, just come back Tuesday night. Let's believe God for great things as we pray. Amen. God bless you.